Yes. Come in. Hey, man, I'm sorry I'm late to transportation. Shut up! You're here! And good thing, because we've got lots of work. Katie Lazarus, the talk show featuring unforgettable guests with incredible jobs. And now, here's my boss and your host, Katie Lazarus. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Employee of the Month. I thought I was having a hot flash, but it turns out I'm just getting all hot and bothered because I'm so excited to bring you my episode with Mr. Justin Sayre. If you like this one, please go back and listen to our longer interview, which was also recorded at Joe's Pub. That one was in the dressing room, and this one was done live on stage. Enjoy. Without further ado, he does a show called The Meeting, which is unbelievable. Um, And he also writes for Two Broke Girls, and he's a extraordinary playwright and um, first-time author as well. Um, So without further ado, he's going to come out and sing a song, Sir Justin Sayre. For those of you clocking my outfit, I feel like Reba McIntyre at an airport. Germinate on that. What you gonna do with your life? Oh, mama dear, we're not the fortunate ones. And girls, they wanna have fun. Oh, girls just wanna Still number one But girls They wanna have fun Oh girls Just wanna have That's all they really want Oh some fun When the working day Is done Enjoying it. Some girls take a beautiful girl and they hide her away from the rest of the world. I want to be the one who walks in the sun, but girls, they want to have fun.
Apple. Hi, everybody. Hi. This is a country song about growing up gay. You might have heard it on an early Patsy Cline record. I don't know. I hated high school I prayed it would end The jocks and their girls It was their world I didn't fit in Mama said, baby It's the best school Strong, hold your head up. Come on, Mary, try. I stole Mama's car on a Sunday. I left home for good. Moved in with some friends in the city. In a bad neighborhood Charles was a dancer He loved the ballet Kimmy sold pot And red Kerouac Actors and butterflies 
Loving boys, that was really the trouble. <laughs> that always... Nobody minded Tammy Wynette. It was just when I dressed up like her. That was really the problem. <laughs> Is that what prompted you to start the meeting, the Order of Sodomites? And can you describe your delicious monthly show that you do at Joe's Pub to everyone? Uh, yeah. Uh, so I have a monthly show here at Joe's Pub. This is called the plug section. Uh, <laughs> that's called the meeting of the International Order of Sodomites because we're not controversial at all. Uh, and it's a monthly comedy variety show where we celebrate gay icons and we talk about politics and we do sketches. And, uh, and it's lots of fun. And we, every month we celebrate a, a different gay icon, which has been fantastic. And this month you're doing Indigo Girls. The Indigo Girls. And let me tell you, I can always gauge if it's going to be a good show by the amount of people that contact me that want to do it. The Indigo Girls, everybody has so many feelings. Yeah, yeah. I, people I had not spoken to in 20 years were like, I can sing closer to fine like you would not believe. <laughs> you know? Do you want to give people a taste of what that might sound like? No, I can't. I can't do it. I can't. I grew up re- listening to Joe Stafford. Now, if we did that meeting, it would be me alone. Because no one it. knows who Joe Stafford no. is anymore. Um, well, somebody does. You're... An incredible playwright. You do this fabulous downtown show. Yeah. Um, and now you write for CBS's hit sitcom, Two Broke Girls. Yes. Did you take? Did you take that gig for artistic reasons? <laughs> yes. Yes, I did. I felt like I felt like those two broke girls really needed to know what it was like to be broke. So I brought a certain amount, <laughs> a certain amount of expertise to the matter. Being like, we should have a whole episode where nobody has a Metro card. <laughs> or can't afford one. That would, be, that would be a real, that's a New York situation. When you're like, can I borrow a swipe? I know I came to dinner. But that's the best I can do tonight. I love their uh, apartment. It's so realistic. Oh, that apartment. That apartment. I mean, all New York apartments on television are ridiculous. I know, they're so nice. It's like property porn. I'm like, oh. Oh, my God. I was in an apartment last night, not my own. Uh, (laughs) Do with that as you will. Uh, I was in an apartment last night, and I was like, this is a shithole. I thought, I bet when my parents or my grandparents came through Ellis Island, they would have looked at this and been like, you know what? It's not worth it. <laughs> really? Let's go back to the family. I do. I do wonder if they knew how much it cost to live in the Lower oh East Side of Brooklyn. God. Yeah, if they'd roll over Could in their grave. Could you imagine? No. Um, no. This is a perfect segue to hear about one of your plays. I wanted to hear about um, Ethel Eichenberg and, and what um, oh, you to Ethel write about. Oh, Ethel Eichelberger. Eichelberger. Uh, yeah. I apologize. So, no, that's all right. Ethel Eichelberger was a downtown performance artist in the '80s and early '90s. And uh, she was a classically trained actor at Trinity Rep. And then, thank you. What is Trinity Rep for those of us who aren't? Trinity in the Rep world? is a. Yeah. What? What? 
No, it's in it's in Massachusetts. This is why I clarified. This is why I clarified. What? New England. It's in where? Okay. New England. There's so many people. You see, at she... my show, I always ask, "Can you hear me?" Good. <laughs> That's how it's supposed to be. Uh, <laughs> no, no. I know. I'm uh, a little warm. I'm, I'm a woman. I'm a little You're, warmer to the audience. You are a little warmer. I'm cold and withholding. <laughs> Which is sometimes the better way to be. No, it isn't. But okay, so we'll find out on MapQuest exactly where the Trinity Theater is. But yes, can you just well, tell me what somebody about Google it? it. There could be more than one. There could be. Everybody's talking. No. <laughs> Ethel Eichelberger. Ethel Eichelberger was a fantastic downtown performance artist, and uh, she was trained at Trinity Rep, which is somewhere not here. And uh, <laughs> and she did in New England. yes, contextually in New England. But uh, she performed as Minnie the Maid and had an accordion and would play at the Pyramid Club, but then would write these wonderful kind of takeoffs on uh, Greek tragedy like Clytemnestra and play them downtown with morbidly obese people as Electra. It was amazing. It was a time I wish I had seen. But uh, she also performed on Broadway and was on Encyclopedia, which was a show on the early, in the late 90s, or early 90s on HBO. And uh, she was a fantastic and smart performer in New York, and unfortunately, she uh, died of complications uh, due to AIDS in the early 90s. And there's never been a book written about her or uh, any kind of real tribute show to her. So I've been doing a lot of research and interviewing people that she's known and uh, knew her intimately, and we're writing a show that's going to be at La Mama in the spring of 2016 about Ethel Eichelberger. Sounds fantastic. Yes. And you also have a book coming out around then um, called Husky. Is that about a dog or your no. experience in middle school? Uh, oh, you guys. I think you just clocked me as fat mm-hmm. on your very own stage. No, I think That's so all fat, right. but we talked about it in this Hey, podcast. there's cookies here. I'll eat those feelings <laughs> later. Don't matter to me. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> we, did, we talked about it a little bit no, on the absolutely. podcast, so I was just no, going from a previous I, conversation. Can I tell that story? Do yes, you mind? Yes. I was at an event, and it was they had released the gay version of Mad Libs. Why? I have no idea. But they said, you're a, you're a, well, this is mixed company, so I'll just be nice. You're a faggot. Why don't you come and read this? <laughs> And, uh, and uh, read a gay Mad Lib. So I went and read it. And I was very funny, apparently, to some people. And uh, the man in the back was an editor at Penguin. And he said, would you like to write a, a children's book? <laughs> what? <laughs> and I looked at him and said, you just saw what I did. There, there's a lot of expletives in that. Could you imagine me typing? He didn't see that as a problem. So I wrote, um, I wrote a book about uh, that, that awkward age when you're uh, 12 and 13 and suddenly your body becomes the possession of other people. You know, like when you're 11, people just want to wipe things off your face and that's all you exist as. You're just dirty for a minute and then we take care of it and you toddle off. But when you become 12, the whole world changes and 13, and, and suddenly there's pretty girls and not-so-pretty girls and, and gorgeous boys and husky boys. 
And that's, I wrote a book about a husky, yeah. I as, a, as, a, as a previously husky girl, I can empathize. As a currently husky one, I, I, yeah, it was just kind of research. How'd you feel yesterday? Ah, good. <laughs> Chapter six. Um, <laughs> Justin, I wanted to give you give you some gifts because I was so glad that you came oh, out. Oh, I'm thrilled to be, isn't she wonderful, everybody? I'm si- Katie Lazarus. I was talking to a... a mean girl. Let me tell you, I was talking to a man today. I was having lunch with this wonderful poet and playwright, Edgar Oliver, who has the most oh, interesting accent the in the world. And I said, I'm going to do a show with Katie Lazarus. And he went, I love her name. <laughs> so, <laughs> he does have the most interesting accent, oh, although amazing. I was asked by a mutual friend of both yours and Edgar's as to when you developed your accent. My accent? Ah, uh, I had a stutter growing up, and uh, my grandmother, who raised me, felt as though me taking five or six minutes asking for a glass of water would interrupt her own drinking time. (laughs) So she sent me to her friend, Mrs. Whitman who had a finishing school, and she's like, you'll do something with this. And uh, yeah, I I have a beautiful speaking voice, but she turned me gay in a minute. (laughs) Isn't this band fantastic? Yes. I just wanted to thank them so much. You guys were really great. Thank you. For being unbelievable performers in their own light, yes. and also thank you for being such an incredible performer oh, thank and writer. You so much. I'm so happy to have you here. I was so grateful to have you on the podcast, and I hope we'll have you back. Thank you. Keep it going for the one and only Justin Fair. Here, Justin. That's it for this episode of Employee of the Month. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you to Ian Mazoff for editing this. Thank you to Josh Rogerson. Thank you to Jelly D for being an incredible intern and allowing us to record these here. Thanks to all of you for listening. Go to employeeofthemonthshow.com to find out about future live tapings as well as ways you can donate and um, also how to check out more episodes. Talk to you soon.